Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. But now, fellas and girls, I want to tell you something that's so important, I want all the friends of Captain Midnight's everywhere to know about it. So, if you see any fellas or girls who didn't hear this announcement tonight, tell them about it, will you? Tell them that this is their last chance, yes, positively their last chance, to get one of Captain Midnight's big three-color wall maps of the Airlines of America. It's positively the last time I'll be able to make this offer over the air. So, if they want one of those beautiful big 11 by 17 inch airline maps, chock full of exciting information about the greatest system of airlines in the world, they'd better hurry right over to their Skelly service station tonight, or tomorrow, or Sunday for sure. Because these airline maps, as you know, are absolutely free to members of Captain Midnight's 1940 Flight Patrol to old members, as well as to those who are joining up right now. So you can just imagine how fast they're disappearing. Now, you no doubt have yours already, of course. But suppose you didn't have it yet. Suppose you hadn't even heard about them. Wouldn't you want your friends to let you in on the secret and tell you just how to get one? Why, of course you would. You wouldn't want to miss out on getting one of the most thrilling free offers ever made over the air. So listen, tell all your friends who haven't yet got their free airline map of America from their Skelly service station, that this is all they have to do to get one absolutely free. Tell it to them just like this. All you have to do is stop in and show your Skelly man your flight patrol membership card next time you're out riding with your mother or dad. You don't need any seals or labels or box tops or anything like that. You just show your Skelly man that you're a member of the 1940 flight patrol, and he'll give you your Captain Midnight airline map Absolutely free. But you say you aren't a member yet? Oh, well, that's easy. Just tell your skelly man, and he'll tell you how to join up right away. He'll give you a flight patrol card and send in for your spinning medal of membership. And he'll give you one of those big Captain Midnight airline maps right away, without even having to wait for it. That's right. So remember now, tell all your friends about it, won't you, just like that. And of course, if by any chance you haven't got your free airline map yourself... Well, all you have to do is follow those same directions. But don't put it off, will you? Get over and see your skelly man this weekend. Or, if mother or dad is willing, do it tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, Steve, and Patsy are up 10,000 feet in the air at midnight, the time when Ivan Shark is supposed to communicate with Captain Midnight by radio. Two listening posts, one on the Pacific Coast and one in the Middle West, are tuned in to determine the direction from which the signals from Ivan Shark's transmitter are coming. Captain Midnight has just called Ivan Shark while Patsy sits with her notebook and pencil ready to take down every word of the conversation. Steve is doing the flying while Captain Midnight gives his complete attention to the radio set. And then, out of the sparkling ether, comes a voice. The voice of Ivan Shark. Ivan Shark answering Captain Midnight. Go ahead. I have received your telegram, Ivan Shark. You say you have Chuck Ramsey and Frank Crane in your power. I demand proof of that. Go ahead. What kind of proof do you wish, Captain Midnight? Go ahead. I demand to hear Chuck Ramsey's voice. Go ahead. 
That is unnecessary. You know full well that Chuck Ramsey is in my hands. Go ahead. Further conversation is useless, Ivan Shark, until I hear Chuck Ramsey's voice. Go ahead. Very well, Captain Midnight. You shall call me again tomorrow night at the same hour. At that time, you shall hear Chuck Ramsey's voice. Go ahead. You'd better keep your promise, Ivan Shark. Until tomorrow night, Captain Midnight signing off. Did you get everything, Patsy? You bet I did, every word. But I thought we were going to hear Chuck's voice. You know, Captain Midnight, maybe Ivan Shark is just bluffing. Maybe Chuck isn't with him at all. Oh, yes, he is, Patsy. I'm sure of that. But for some reason, which we've got to figure out, Shark didn't want Chuck to speak to me tonight. I wonder what that reason could be. Gosh, Captain Midnight, what do you suppose it is? I'm not sure, Patsy. Perhaps Ivan Shark hoped to get by without letting us hear Chuck's voice. You know, I'll bet that Chuck wasn't with him when he spoke to us. Huh? Well, maybe he didn't want to have Chuck with him, because then then Chuck might know where he was. Yes, there's that possibility, of course. Chuck may not know exactly where he is, but he may have a pretty good idea, at least within, say, 500 miles. Now, maybe so, but he'll have to know a lot closer than that to do us any good. Right. And suppose he does know. How's he going to tell us? Well, there's the big problem. How is Chuck going to give us any kind of a message? Well, he's going to talk to us tomorrow night. Or rather, tonight, because it's after 12 o'clock already. Sure, Patsy, but don't forget, Ivan Shark will be right next to Chuck when he talks to us. And the instant Chuck says anything to try to give us any idea where he is, Shark will shut him off just like that. And maybe he'll do worse. You mean, shoot him? Well, yes, that's what I mean. After all, Shark isn't going to take any chances. He's playing a desperate game, Patsy. There are desperate consequences if he gets caught. He's got plenty of crimes chalked up against him already, so another murder or two isn't going to stop him. What do you think, Captain Midnight? I think this, Patsy. Chuck will warn Chuck against giving us any information. He will probably tell Chuck that he will shoot if he attempts anything like that. But gosh, would he actually do it? Certainly he would. But I don't think anything like that will happen. Well, why not? As Patsy has said, Chuck isn't a fool. He won't try to blurt out some information, hoping he can say enough before Chuck stops him. Because after all, Chuck knows we don't want to search for a dead body. If he can get any kind of a message to us, he'll do so. In such a way that Shark won't suspect anything. Well, Jiminy Crickets, Captain Midnight. That would be terribly hard to do. Why, it would be almost impossible. Yes, I know that only too well, Patsy. The only thing we can do is now is to wait for Chuck's voice. However, in the meantime, we can get the reports from our listening post. Gee, that's right. How soon do you think you ought to get them? Well, they may be down at the telegraph office as soon as we land. Well, the airport's right ahead of us now. Yes, I've gradually been circling that way. Okay, now, I'm going to throttle the engine. We'll go in for a landing. Coast. Huh? Ah, here we are. I'll put it down at the proper position. It isn't very far from Santa Barbara, California. All right, now then. While we're at it, I might as well put a mark for the second post. Here it is. Say, that's quite a distance east, isn't it? Why, it isn't very far from Chicago. That's right. Now then for the messages. The first one from post number one says, Signal strength greatest at five degrees. Loop and loops. Well, that's almost straight north from Santa Barbara. Yes, just a little bit east of a straight north line. Okay. Here's a protractor. Right. I'll put the center on zero. That's zero or straight north. And I'll put a mark at five degrees. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff. Now then, Patsy, I'll draw a line way up almost to the Arctic Ocean. Northern end of it will be on that big island, Victoria Island. There. Now, now for the second message. Well, it's bound to be a high number of degrees. Well, that's right, Steve, because the direction from the second listening post has to be northwest. Right you are, Patsy. And here's the message from the second post. Signal strength greatest... At 320 degrees. Come on, Steve, with the protractor. I can hardly wait. Don't be in such a hurry, Patsy. I've got to be exact. There. 
And now she's all right. Good. Now I'll make a mark with the point of the pencil at 320 degrees. Then draw a line like this. Jiminy Cricket. Look at that. Why? Why, the intersection of those lines isn't so far north after all. Oh, it's plenty north, I can tell you that. Now, look, it's considerably north and west of Reddington. Reddington? Well, I've heard of that. Certainly you've heard of Reddington, Patsy. It's a well-known city of Alberta province. And there's something else about Reddington, too. It's considered to be a jumping-off place for expeditions up into the northwest. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about that country, Captain Midnight? Oh, a little bit, Patsy. I flew once from Reddington to a point above the Great Slave Lake. And from there, I continued north to the mouth of the McKenzie River. Mouth of the Mackenzie River? Why, there, now I see it. Why, it empties into the Arctic Ocean. Yes, Patsy. And when you're up there, you're plenty far north, I can tell you that. Did you fly back the same way? No, we flew west to Nome, Alaska, and then south along the Pacific Coast. Well, to get back to our problem, what do you think about it, Captain Midnight? Do you think Ivan Shark is holding Chuck and Frank Crane at a point close to the intersection of those lines? Yes, Steve, I do. But when I say close now, I'm only speaking comparatively. It might be 100 or 300 miles distance, but not much more than that. Oh, well, we've got to get closer than that to do any good. Yes, Steve, we must. But don't forget, we're going to listen to another broadcast tomorrow night. Both of our posts will be listening again. We'll see whether Shark transmits his messages in the same location. If he does, we'll be almost certain that's where he's keeping Chuck and Frank Crane. Yes, it might look like that. But I wouldn't be too sure. Don't forget that Ivan Shark knows we're triangulating his position. He wouldn't be foolish enough to keep Chuck at the same point from which he transmits his messages. No, I don't think so either. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's all we can do. But in the meantime, I'm going to send some messages to the Canadian authorities. They may be able to help us. Well, you better get some sleep, Patsy, and you too, Steve. I'll see you both in the morning. Our scene changes to the wilds of Canada, to the lonely, isolated hideout where Ivan Shark has carried Chuck Ramsey and young Frank Crane. It's early in the morning, and Ivan Shark has just finished breakfast in his study. He's speaking to Chuck Ramsey. Well, Ramsey, this is a glorious morning. How do you feel? Oh, I feel all right, but I'd feel a lot better if I were back with Captain Midnight. Mm, no doubt, Ramsey, no doubt. I can easily see that I would never take the place of Captain Midnight in your esteem. No, sir. Never. Hmm. You are most emphatic about it, Ramsey. But then, uh, let it pass. Did you talk to Captain Midnight last night? Yes, I did. At the time agreed upon. Well, I thought you were going to let me say something to him. I had intended to, but I changed my mind. Well, aren't you going to let me say anything to him at all? I did not wish to have you speak to Captain Midnight. Unless I found it absolutely necessary. Didn't Captain Midnight ask to hear my voice? Yes, Ramsey, you were quite right. Captain Midnight did ask to hear your voice. He said he was not convinced you were actually my uh, guest. I thought perhaps he might say something like that. I had hoped that I might persuade Captain Midnight to give me the promise I desire without hearing your voice. But I found out that was impossible. He would not talk further with me until he had heard from you. So tonight at 12 o'clock, you will have the privilege of saying something to him. Oh, gosh, that's swell. I'll sure be glad to hear his voice again. And he, no doubt, will be glad to hear yours. But I warn you, Ramsey, be very careful what you say. At the slightest suspicion that you are attempting to communicate some secret message, your life will be forfeited. You mean... You mean you'll shoot me? Yes, Ramsey. Without hesitation... If I cannot get Captain Midnight to agree to my proposition, your death will be my surest means of getting even with him. When you speak, I will be holding a gun. So be careful, Ramsey. Be very careful what you say. 
Chuck is going to have the opportunity for which he has been waiting. Ivan Shark has promised that Chuck can speak to Captain Midnight over the radio. But what can the young pilot say to help Captain Midnight locate him? You won't want to miss the ingenious method by which Chuck does send a message to Captain Midnight. Listen to Captain Midnight. Say, uh, what if somebody that you considered a friend of yours knew something that you ought to know and wouldn't tell you about it? Oh, you wouldn't say that person was a very good friend of yours, would you? Well, if you want to prove that you're a real friend, you better tell all the fellas and girls you know about Captain Midnight's big free airline map of the United States. Because this is their last chance to get one absolutely free. So tell them, won't you, to call at the Scully service station with mother or dad this weekend for sure to get one of those free airline maps. They can even join the flight patrol and get a map at the same time if they don't belong now. But whatever you do, be sure you get one of these 12 airline maps of America at your Skelly service station right now before they're all gone. You'll be sorry if you don't get one because, believe me, they're swell. Now, don't forget to tune in again Monday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Will Chuck Ramsey be able to send any kind of a secret message to Captain Midnight when Chuck talks to him over the radio? What will Ivan Shark do next? Be sure to listen Monday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy.